0: This is the Money Talks Podcast with Michael Campbell. The Prime Minister and Cabinet Ministers are campaigning across the country, making billions of dollars in spending promises, and what just about anyone with a pulse recognizes is part of the not-yet-announced federal election. Now, non-supporters of the Prime Minister are going to rail at using taxpayers' funds for campaigning, while Liberal supporters will say, no problem. Here's the interesting part, though. A nano-survey done for CTV released this week... Finds that the top election issues for Canadians revolve around the economy, taxation, deficits, and jobs. Very similar, by the way, to the polls done before the 2019 election. Here's the problem those subjects are not the top concern for politicians. Maybe it's because the vast majority have severely restricted understanding of economics and finance, which is why they roll out some policies surrounding taxation regulation with no seeming indication that they understand they would significantly damage the economy. But compounding the problem is that economic-related subjects are not near the top of the list for reporters and other media who cover the election. It's not even close. You might remember, kickoff to the last election, Liberals Ralph Goodall immediately lowered the level of discussion by suggesting that a woman's right to choose was on the table. Why? Because Alabama had introduced restrictions on abortion. And boy, the vast majority of those covering the election ate it up. They even started questioning the Conservative leader, Andrew Scheer, about his religion. Never acknowledging the fact that abortion has been legal in Canada since June 1969. Stephen Harper had won a majority with the Conservatives. issue was never on the agenda. And it didn't rate anywhere on the list of public concerns. No, it didn't stop him. I still can't get over, by the way, that during the 2019 English language leaders debate, there is not one in-depth question on the economy or finance. So my point is only that I have no reason to suspect that this election campaign will be any different. So my point, you're on your own. If you're worried about jobs, maybe your standard of living, your children's standard of living, worried about poverty, homelessness, sustainable health care, government deficits, charitable donations, living conditions on First Nations communities, or your pensions viability, then you are worried about economic growth because none of those issues are helped with a weak economy. Even issues like climate change and our response to China are rooted in economics and finance. But as I said, you're going to be on your own. So I thought I might be able to save you some time by suggesting focusing on the most important aspect, the foundation of progress in all of those issues, most key to economic growth. And that is, does the policy encourage or discourage people and businesses to invest their capital in Canada? Will a company want to buy new equipment, expand, invest in intellectual property, invest in their workforce? It doesn't matter what leader or party you support. Much like a store needs customers with money, regardless of the owner's political leanings, well, the economy needs capital investment to grow. As the C.D. Howe Institute report earlier this year entitled, From the Chronic to the Acute, Canada's Investment Crisis, well, it sums it up well. We've been witnessing a decline in capital investment for five years. We are miles behind the U.S., For every dollar in investment they spend on businesses and their workers, we spend just 60 cents. In 2019, Canadian companies invested over 800 billion more out of the country than in Canada. Our workers are at a huge disadvantage when it comes to things like machinery and equipment. For every dollar of new capital invested in the average US worker last year, 41 cents was invested in the average Canadian worker. What about R&D and software? Well, for every dollar of our of new and intellectual property invested per average US worker in 2020, the average Canadian worker got 24 cents. Come on, this is profound. It impacts our workers and companies' ability to compete regardless of the party in power, and it's been going on for 5 years. I think it threatens C minus growth after this initial bump in the economy, but it was gonna always happen because we lifted pandemic restrictions, but then you threw in record low interest rates and the federal government borrowing and spending more in two years than the previous 152 combined, well, there was always gonna be a big economic bounce. But the question is what comes after? And the answer largely depends on our ability to attract investment capital. I'm not sure though which is more shocking, the continual decline in capital investment along with our competitiveness rankings, by the way, or the number of people and politicians who either don't understand the significance or couldn't care less. As Alex Usher, President of Higher Education Strategy Associate, states, there is no longer a political home for growth oriented policies in Canada. Well I'll tell you, that's gotta change. We are not going to be able to borrow our way to prosperity. At some point you gotta earn it. And that comes back to capital investment. Not tough to understand but I think it requires a rethink on the part of our political parties. This is not business as usual. We have not come out of the pandemic the same way we entered it. I'll give you one quick example. We're not going to develop renewable energy and the mineral resources needed to build the infrastructure without massive capital investment. And that means policies, things like raising taxes on those investments and on the businesses, who make those investments, well, that should be a non-starter for every party. But you know what? That'll be too tough for some politicos. They have they fail to recognize it is a new world and old ideologies will not cut it. Subscribe to the Money Talks with Michael Campbell podcast for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or anywhere you get your on-demand audio for the complete show, daily podcasts, and more.